Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. When it comes to big or small projects around the home, Tony and Corey have got the know-how and the answers to make your life just a bit easier. Here they are, your Weekend Warriors, Tony and Corey. Hey, welcome to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show built by Par Lumber. I'm Corey Valdez. I'm Tony Cookston. Thanks for tuning in with us today. We are on location at the Portland Home and Garden Show, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun today. We've got a bunch of guests coming over to talk to us. Uh, we're trying out our brand new uh, mobile recording podcast studio. <laughs> our road case. Our road if case. You will. Yes, our very durable and handy road case which is yes. amazing we're actually we actually built this and uh, we shot the video when we built it and so you'll get to see that down the line when that gets edited and released but uh, you'll enjoy that i guarantee it it's our a, first guest it's looks a good one impressed we have a guest on our show we are actually gonna have a lot of guests on our i know show. I said this that. show is gonna be nothing but guests nothing but uh new amazing um Insight and new op- products, opinions and advice, maybe even some really bad advice <laughs> or just bad jokes, <laughs> but Let's, probably not from you. This probably is probably good bad jokes. We have Nick Van Zanti with Timber Tech. He is he's from the Timber Tech camp. That's me, and he's here today to talk to us about their amazing product. You know, I don't know if you know this or not, but Par Lumber Company this year in 2020 has a focus on outdoor living and outdoor living products. Are you aware? You know, I heard that. Do you think that is going to uh, affect the busyness of your year at all this year? I can tell you already in the first month and a half of the year, it has been very busy. <laughs> but I welcome it. It's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, it's very exciting. It's, I mean, it's not like we're focused. It's not like it's 2020 is the year of the cabinet. No. And it's not, right? Because still you'd, waiting for that. Yeah, you'd yeah. be taking a lot of vacation this <laughs> yes. year, and yes. those the, would be happening by year of the cabinet. Indeed, this, this uh, year, 2020, <laughs> is the year of outdoor living products, and TimberTech is going to be dead center in the middle of all of that focus. So TimberTech has been on the market for how long? Around 27 years. A long time. I would say Been so. doing this for a long time. Probably got it figured out. Yes. We already Absolutely. know that you do. Yes. Um, let's talk about what's new for TimberTech this year in 2020. What's new? Well, 2020, we've kind of reinvented um, one of our product lines, TimberTech Pro, which is kind of our legacy, our our our, um, our, our trademark brand or of decking that we've made since conception of the company. Um, so we've rebranded part of that. We've eliminated a line called Tropical and reintroduced a, a new revamped line called Reserve. Um, oh, yeah. I've got a, a sample here. You can see that we've added a little bit deeper cathedral graining to it. Oh, yeah. We've added Ooh, that's some an impressive street. sounding. Yeah, that is. It's a, that's an impressively deep it is. Uh, grain pattern that's on there. I like that. Absolutely. Um, and it's, it's got a little bit of wire brushing on it as well, giving it some more uh, resistance to scratching. Um, scratching, you know, using your deck and sliding chairs or furniture or barbecues or this nice studio box um, across it would not show scratching near as well or near as uh, prominently. Yeah. You know, the one thing about the brushed surface that I notice is that it's it's not nearly as shiny Mm -hmm. as some of your other uh, composite decking. It doesn't look fake. It actually has like a like a matte finish to it. Yeah, you just nailed it. Matte finish is what we're calling that. 
The, na- the name well. of this one is called Antique Leather. <laughs> I like it a that's, lot. That's actually what I say your face looks like. Matt, Antique Leather. Matt finishes, it It turns out, are very popular right now. And it's not just now this year, but it's been over the, of the past few years. And going forward, Matt is super popular. Absolutely. I mean, it's a great look. I like Matt. Um, He's cool. I, I also like Matt. Let's talk about something else. Um, we, as as Par Lumber, Corey and I, we've known TimberTech as TimberTech. And then there was another brand of product called Azek, which uh, had not really been here for very long. They kind of was an East Coast thing, yep. but they made, made a really great product. TimberTech had recognized that early on and said, ah, we're going to buy them. And then you merged, right? And Correct. so now you have this, TimberTech is also has this other side that's really amazing. TimberTech used to make a vinyl product. And then they said, oh, let's not use that. Let's get these guys' as vinyl products. So tell us about that rebranding of that name, Azek. So last year in 2019, we recognized the fact that there was two brands that were ours competing against themselves, right? We had TimberTech and we had Azek. The merger was needed. It was warranted and it was very beneficial as far as producing product and selling product. But having two brands side to side and as sales guys as yourself, it was confusing of trying to explain two things and handing them two catalogs and saying, good luck, let me know if you have questions. Right. Which is a frustrating concept for everybody. <laughs> right. So we recognized the fact that we needed to figure out a way to make it more recognizable to consumers, to the marketplace, to your customers at Par Lumber, to your salespeople, um, to help it make it, to help make it easier to say, TimberTech, this is what that means. Um, and so we did a full rebranding of our company and encompassed Azek and TimberTech under the TimberTech name um, to simplify things. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So all of the decking is now timber tech. And what is the AZEC portion of that? What what does AZEC encompass? So the AZEC name still encompasses the PVC deck line because that's what AZEC was good at. That's what they made. And so timber tech is the envelope brand. And underneath that, we have family. So we have timber tech AZEC, timber tech pro, and timber tech edge that rounds out the whole portfolio of our good, better, best premium options. Gotcha. Yeah. It, I tell you what, the uh, the Azek line, the 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 PVC decking, some of that is some of that is the most attractive decking on the market. It's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. And they uh actually brought that um brought that quality from the East Coast where people had already been appreciating it for a very long time Absolutely. before we ever saw it. I, I, PVC decking struggled to break into our market here on the West coast because of our love of wood i suppose but um but it is amazing cedar. and it's Man, very good cedar looking. decking just couldn't get away from it people no. everybody loves cedar decking but you but know the, but two the, years the, down the line when they're on their fourth stain job it uh it loses its luster that's a good point too because we talk about you know we're talking about how awesome these products are with the matte finishes and the the rebranding and them having it make it easier but one of the key points to what we offer are, are warranties right we're making a manufactured product how are we warranting that? Well, starting at the top with TimberTech Azek, we're putting a 50-year fade and stain warranty on that product. Wow. To go along with a limited lifetime on the structure of it. So truly, you're going to be putting down a deck surface that has minimal maintenance of cleaning with a 50-year fade and stain warranty. When you move out of the TimberTech Azek, you get into TimberTech Pro, which is a wood plastic composite, wrapped composite product. It has a 30-year fade and stain warranty um, with a 30-year on the substructure of that. One of the key things about Pro outside of the warranty, which is the top notch in the industry, is the fact that we wrap that product with the high density polyethylene all the way around that deck board and even inside the groove, um, where some of my competitors, they don't do that all the way through. They either have a secondary process to get a groove or they just cap the top. Right. 
Um, and it's, it, it, we all have our own theories, right? And we believe over the last 27 years that wrapping it all the way around with a high-density polyethylene with no fillers is going to be the best solution for your deck. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's working for you guys, oh. and your product uh, performs very well. Um, would you say that there's a percentage, still a percentage of claim-type things that occur based on weird situations or installation problems or those sort of things, or has most of that stuff gone away? You know, I, th I think you're right in both. You've already kind of nailed it, is that installation is part of it, and the other part of it, too, is it's a man-made product. You know, if you Google composite decking now, you'll get every brand under the sun. Um, but yes, the problems are there. We're man-made product, but we've fixed a lot of them. Awesome. Nick Manzanti with TimberTech Azek. Thank you. Did I do that wrong? Thank you so much for being with us today. It was great to have you. we got to take another quick break. we got to take a first quick break. You're listening to Tony and Corey, your weekend warriors. Don't go away. Show built by Par Lumber. Now, here's Tony and Corey. Hey, welcome back to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show. Thanks for staying with us. Today, we are on location at the Portland Home and Garden Show uh, 2020, and uh, we're talking with all kinds of vendors today. We're going to give you all kinds of information, hopefully, some inspiration to get some projects done this summer. Absolutely, and we have a focus here. Um, we have a focus on outdoor living products. That's what, that's what we're looking at today. And probably some tools, but primarily outdoor living products. And when you think about outdoor living, one of the first things you think about is pressure treated. Well, you think about a deck, right? You think oh. um, outside my house, if I'm going to spend lots of time out there, I need to be walking on something that's not dirt or grass probably, right? Yeah. I need to yeah. have a place where I can set furniture and have it out of the rain. And or broken glass. Right, or, or that. And so your options there are to build a deck, and a lot of times um, your deck options will be one of three. As far as price structures go, a lot of times the deck options are one of three. It's either a composite deck, or it is a stain-grade deck, or it is a pressure-treated deck. That's what. Those are the three big ones. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so... We will be talking to manufacturers of all of those products, but right now we have Erica Watson with Exterior Wood in Washougal, Washington. That is uh, right here in the PNW. Yep. How are you doing today? Just awesome. This is old hat. We've been oh, yeah. buddies forever. Ever. We've known you forever, and you've known us forever, and so we're totally comfortable just talking about um, the stuff that you sell to Par Lumber Company, yep. and boy, oh boy, there's a lot of it. Yes, there is, and keep it coming. We, <laughs> we so move a lot. There's a new. There's something new with Erica, though. She, her, her name tag oh, yes. is a new name. Yes. Oh, that's right. We should talk we about do. that, actually. We do. Exterior wood merged. We do. We have new ownership. It's Tyga Building Products, so it's going to make us bigger and stronger and be able to come to the yards not only with our superior pressure-treated wood products, but all types of products that use uh, components to use to build them, so to build your decks. Yeah, I mean, exterior wood has always been amazing, and to hear that, that a, a parent company came in and just dumped a bunch of money into the company, I mean, sure. that's, that's honestly just great yes. uh, for everything, for, for advertising and, and for all of the 
R&D, right? All of that Absolutely. stuff that comes along with that. Well, especially since they still, they just leave us alone. They want us to be <laughs> who we are. And that's Exterior Wood. They said we were doing a great job of what we do. Just keep doing it. We bought you to be a, a pressure-treated mill, and that's exactly what we want you to keep doing. Well, they Fantastic. they bought a winning company yes, for did. sure, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Par Lumber Company and Exterior Wood go way back, and for good reason. Yep. Because partners. Uh, the because we're partners, and because it's the relationship is mutual respect there, and it's because of the way you guys go about business, and it's because of the way you manufacture a, a product that is reputable, and performs yes. well. So let's talk a little bit about that. If we were, first of all, if anybody is building any deck out of anything, mm -hmm. they're putting pressure treated lumber underneath it in yes. the in the way of a frame. Yes. Because if you're not using pressure treated lumber under your deck, Corey, then what are you doing? You're not building it right. <laughs> well, you know, there are other building materials. You know, people, some there's some metal framing out there. That's, That's true. true. Yeah. Very, very slim. But, yeah, if you're not building it out of pressure-treated lumber, then you're asking for trouble. I mean, you're going to build a deck out of untreated Douglas fir or spruce, pine. I mean, I just it's just not going to last. No. It's going to rot. It's going to fall apart. But I mean, it Corey, could potentially be dangerous. But Corey, uh, the, those those members are not touching the ground. That's not. Yeah. Nope. Same. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, matter, does it? Doesn't matter. But especially underneath that deck, because yes. what's going on underneath that deck is massive temperature changes. Yes. Moisture that is coming out of the ground. Yeah, you're creating a dew point, right? right? Where you're warming the deck mm -hmm. all day with the sun, and when it goes down, you've created this. Uh, Cold air under and the hot air up top, and you know the the moisture is constantly moving around. It's a storm under there. It's a storm. <laughs> a I mean, storm. you definitely if you're going to be under there, you want to be treated. <laughs> you want to be. You want to have that armor, right, to protect you from that moisture. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that completely. Absolutely. Let's, but let's talk about the treatment that goes into the product that you guys make. Sure. Uh, it's pretty standard, uh, but uh, there's probably still a lot of misconceptions about it. There you know, is. I think people think. Well, I'm going to use pressure treat and it's going to last forever. Or I'm going to use it and it's you got to be careful not to touch it because it's got, you know, chemicals in it that I don't want on my hands, you know. I still hear these things. Right. So let's talk about some of those myths, maybe what what the products made of now. Absolutely. What I makes think it's it so is, good. Yeah, and I think it is myths a lot um, all along the way. But so the misconceptions can be busted right here today by knowing that it's simply components made up of copper we use water to inject the copper into the wood, and we also use two what are called uh, azoles. Azoles, yeah. Right, and all they are is antifungal products, and they are food-grade azoles. These are azoles that are used for uh, keeping your fruits and vegetables and flowers coming to ready to market without having any kind of mold on them. All right. So they're very, very natural products, very much commonly used products, especially copper. It's naturally found in the ground. So many years ago, scientists decided to study, it was about 85 years ago, decided to study what, why does a tree not rot? Why does it not, what protects it from the bugs and damaging it? And, and to some degree, certain bugs can, but they decided to explore what that meant and why. Turns out, it's primarily copper. So <laughs> copper. There you go. Really? It's the workhorse. So it draws the copper in from the dirt. And there was also another agent that they found, and it's actually... Um, uh, <laughs> of course, it would slip your mind it right is. in this. CCA, copper, uh, copper chromated arsenic. So arsenic oh, yeah. is naturally found in the ground. So that's where there was misconceptions for many years, that arsenic was in our treatment and causing harm. Mm -hmm. Well, to make sure that the public did not have any fear, 
So all of our uh, uh, formulations have changed. Oh, Everybody. Yeah. So there's no more no. arsenic in no. any product you make. No. So as close as we could get to protect from the ground, like I say, is just copper and then those uh, antifungal agents. So it's very, very safe. And in fact, the, the same handling guidelines for pressure-treated wood is the same as for raw wood. Simply wear gloves and eye protection. Yeah, see, yep. so there you go. If you were to look at an MSDS sheet, uh, it's, just, it's going to tell you it's safe for a planter bed. It's safe yes. for a garden bed. Yes. It's safe to grow your vegetables in. It's safe for the kids to chew on it, maybe. I don't know. I'm just saying <laughs> as safe as wood is, right, it's right. not, there's not a dangerous chemical in there. Now, there are still treated wood products out yes. there that do have chemical in them. Mm -hmm. So we're not trying to tell you that all treated stuff is created equal. Correct. We're telling you that exterior woods, elite decking, pressure treated material is treated with copper azoles and it is not harmful to your health. Absolutely That's not. literally what we're saying. The other myth, though, is that people think pressure-treated wood lasts forever and ever and ever. It'll never, ever right. rot into but the year 2222. That is not the case. 2222? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're almost there. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we made it. Yeah. Only, <laughs> so, only 200 202 years. years. Yeah, we're close. So, uh, yes, that can be a misconception. However, we do have a limited lifetime warranty. So that's where a lot of that thinking come from, comes from. So the homeowner uh, would receive... When they purchase it, make a deck out of elite decking or the understructure on, and have any other type of decking surface on it, they do receive a lifetime warranty uh, against rotten decay mm -hmm. and termite damage. So having said that, I've gone out on 30-year-old decks mm -hmm. and actually replaced wood that yeah. over time did decay. So it does happen, and we're always going to stand behind it. However, the, uh, the idea that you can put it out maybe over uh, a water air surface area and expect it to last for 25 years. <laughs> right. May not be. Sure, we'll still take care of you, but you may have to replace it a little more often. Yeah, yeah. Because it's in a, a tougher environment. It is treated wood, but after all, it's still wood, yeah. right? Yep. And so when you think about that, mm -hmm. you have to remember that the treatment can take you only so far. Absolutely. Um, it's only being injected into the wood to make the wood last longer. Extending the life of the wood. It's not petrifying it and turning it into a rock <laughs> or anything steel, right? Right. Erica, can you stay with us one more segment? I feel like we've got a few more things to ask. Sure. Okay, awesome. We actually have to get out and take a break. Um, so we'll be right back with Erica from Exterior Wood. Uh, you're listening to Tony and Corey your weekend warriors and we'll be back live right after this you're listening to the weekend warriors home improvement show built by par lumber now, here's Tony and Corey. Hey, welcome back to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show. Thanks for staying with us. If you haven't already, go check out our Facebook, Instagram, YouTube uh, channels. We're on. Uh, we're at WW Home Show. You can go check out our website. It's www.homeshow.com. All of our links are on there. If you want to email us. It's uh, weekendwarriors at par.com. Uh, we are also on streaming. Pinterest. Well, we're on Pinterest, <laughs> but we're also streaming all of our content 
uh, podcast. On, uh, on podcast. So you can check that out. Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. Yeah, that's all of them. How about that, huh? So you can go I, download was, those, sign that's up. That's my contribution right there, Sub- folks. Subscribe. Uh, we're also video recording this. Uh, so if you want to go to YouTube and go check that out and listen to that there uh, or watch it and see what all of our guests look like. Absolutely, yeah. It's a good time. We're having a good time. We're at the Portland Home and Garden Show, the Portland Spring Home and Garden Show. And uh, and we have a special guest on the show with us right now. And because your uh, product line is so deep, we had to keep you for a second segment <laughs> so we can talk about all of the things that you bring to the table, which is a lot. And you're super it. sweet, and we love to look at you, so we're keeping you at the table longer. You're my favorite, too, Tony. That- <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so anyways, Erica Watson with Exterior Tyga. Exterior Wood, Tyga. is that how you say it? Yes, Tyga Exterior Wood. Tyga Exterior Wood. And uh, we were talking before about the pressure-treated structure that's underneath the deck. We talked. We were, We alluded a little bit to Elite Decking, which mm-hmm. is um, the product that goes on top of your deck in a 2x4 or a 2x6. Yep. Um, that's also available in 2x2 with 3-foot lengths and 4-foot lengths so that you could build the rail out of it, mm-hmm. which is very common. Um, and then, of course, you're going to want to skirt the outside of the deck. So you're going to have to have 2x8, 2x10, 2x12. Four by four, four posts. Four by six. Four by six. And yeah. Six by six for your uh, gazebos and that type of thing. Yeah, for your mm-hmm. porch cover, right? Mm-hmm. Six by six. I mean, you have a full run of everything that you need to right. build your deck out of elite decking. And that product is warranted that we were talking about that warranty, I think, in, in the last segment. Or were we talking mm-hmm. about the other same, right? Well, we can, for sure. So our elite decking is uh, we take a beautiful product. And then dress it up to it's, give you a beautiful decking product that's going to last for many years. And it's fur only. Yes, we do. In the 2x4 and 2x6, it's all dug fur, so you get a superior strength, mm-hmm. very strong wood. We dry it down in a very special manner to reduce any pitch, because dug fur can be a bit of a pitchy wood. Indeed. So we go to great extremes to remove the pitch so that you can have a beautiful product for many years. We use a gorgeous warm brown color for a cedar tone is what we call it. And um, all of our, both the pickets, which are the two by two you referred to, and then handrail products, two by four, two by six, then any of the skirting products, they're all the same color. So it's just a nice, warm, rich color that will last for many years if you keep a good sealer on it. We highly recommend that. And so what is the product? Is there or is there a list of products that you recommend to use on um, Elite Decking after it's been installed? So we leave that up to the the stain experts. There's okay. a few that you guys carry that really, really do a great job. One, the one I love personally is Penafin because it's clear. So you're not going to change the color. So the, here at the home show, we're sitting on our Elite Deck right now. Yes, and we are. It has a clear stain on it. So it just richens up the color, that the brown color that we've already made it. Um, so I do like the Penafin clear. But also, let's say you have an older deck. Many of the decks out on the market, they were called outdoor wood or sun wood. They were all pressure-treated decks from years back, and they're still very stable, very strong, but they may have grayed out over time. Come to your par lumber yard, and they'll be able to assist you in choosing a good deck cleaner. We've got a fantastic brush to clean that deck with, and then apply the super deck, Canyon Brown. 
Oh, I love That's that right. color. Canyon it brown. It is an excellent It's match. such a great color. My fence in my backyard is canyon brown, stained canyon brown. It's yeah. beautiful. Well, it's see, rich. It's really my rich. My fence is actually exterior woods treated fence boards. That's and, right. And they look as brand new as the day I put them up. Another product you have, fence boards, treated yes. fence boards. So we do make a one by six by six foot fence board. And I have a testimony that even puts... Corey's to shame. Oh, yeah. Because is... it's my fence. Oh, yeah. So I took some pictures of my fence when it was 10 years old, which was six years ago. I still use those to show people how my neighbor's fence, a cedar fence, yeah. with exterior, tri- exterior wood posts is all gray. <laughs> and mine's beautiful, but their posts are still beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So, And I tell you what, I have uh, been selling these one by six treated exterior wood fence boards for a couple of years now. A lot more because cedar fence prices have gone up and up and up. And I tell you what, pre-finished from exterior wood, you can't beat the price. No, and I didn't stain my fence. It's not like a deck. When your deck lays flat, when you've got boards laying flat, they take so much more abuse. You really have to get a good sealer on them right away to protect them. But fence boards aren't like that. They don't take the as much intensity as the sun and whatnot. So I've yeah. not even stained mine. So all sixteen these years. years in, and your fence 16 looks sixteen years brand new. It doesn't look brand new in all places. I gotta tell you though, it is beginning to bleach out in its fifteenth year. It started to get a little bit of bleaching, not gray, still not gray. Mm, it's kind of a blonde. That's not too bad though. Yeah. I tell you what, I built a fence out of cedar at my last house, and within two years, completely gray. Oh yeah. The thing completely of it is, when gray. it when the fence turns gray. And starts to check a little bit of the ends. Okay. It looks like it's a thousand years old. It, it goes does. from it goes from two years old to a thousand years old, just like that. <laughs> it does. And trying to regain that cedar color after it's gone gray it's a lot is of work. very difficult. Tons yeah. of work. Yeah. You have to use so. the wood brightener and the cleaning and the pressure washing, mm-hmm. the yeah, staining. Too. It's too much work. And knowing that you're gonna have to do that again in another two years. Yeah. That's yeah. so much work. That's way Brutal. too much work. It is. Well, if we have another minute, I want to encourage folks then to also, when they come to your yard, if they do have concerns about using um, pressure-treated wood for their planter beds, each one of your yards has a, a little brochure that answers that question for you. It helps you make the decision of whether you want to use another wood product or the pressure-treated yeah. wood. That is good literature. It really tells the story. It does. It explains it. Helpful for people. Uh, to how you can extend the life of your garden bed because eventually... So, uh, that's that is great advice. Um, I also want to ask you. I know you've got some new products that you're carrying. Oh, yes. We've got a couple minutes left, so I okay. want to hear about those. So I'll talk really fast. Tony made a comment earlier about your kids chewing on the wood. So, <laughs> all just in jest. That's, Tony used to chew yeah. on the wood. Yeah, that's, 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 that makes a lot of I sense. I taught my kids it's okay to do that. Right. So that was purely in jest. But one of the concerns of uh, farmers or, or ranchers or horse farms mostly, people who raise horses, is their animals do chew on their fence posts. They do chew on the, the posts that are in the stables and, and whatnot because there's salt in the pressure treatment and it attracts the animals. Mm. Interesting. So we now have a product that is the upper portion of the post is not treated. Six feet of the bottom is, and that's what goes into the ground. And the rest of it is just natural wood. It's a laminated post. So it's far superior than any single, say six by six or, or six by 10 or 12 large post by itself. Because it's if you have a laminated post where you have multiple plies, multiple layers of wood glued together, 
the strength in that just by staggering them and gluing them is immensely. It's far superior. Well, oh, we, we sell a glue lamb, mm-hmm. which is essentially a beam product in a six by 12 glue lamb is far stronger oh, yes. than a six by 12 piece of wood. So vertically as well. It vertically as well and far less likely to ever twist, crown, check, all, all those hazards right. they of stay, wood. They stay straighter. You can get them in consistently long mm-hmm. lengths. Yep, and all the way up to 34 foot in our yard, and then we can go be, beyond that for special order. So it's really the perfect yeah, pole bar. Tr- treated at the bottom, where it's where it's dealing with the ground and all of that moisture. Untreated at the top, where mm-hmm. the animals have a tendency to, to gnaw on it. on it a little right. bit. Yeah, right. Uh, and still stronger than any solid sawn beam that you Absolutely. would otherwise get. And the, and the biggest thing, too, is that they're stronger. So you'll see pole barns with, say, six by eight uh, posts that go in the ground and go up 20, 30 feet. And with her product, where with Exterior Woods product, you don't even have to go that big. You can actually shrink oh, the be, size of the post. Correct. Yes, it'd be much smaller, much lighter, easier to manage. And um, where we're seeing these used is um, high-end uh, horse barns, whatnot, and then also wineries. Uh, oh, wineries. wineries. Well, we do a lot of that. Anywhere where they're having... I, I do love wineries. Things. Erica, thank you so much for being with us. Erica with Tyga Exterior Wood. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks, Erica. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Tony Corr, your weekend warriors. Don't go away. Listening to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. Now, here's Tony and Corey. Hey, welcome back to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show. Thanks for staying with us. Today, we're on location at the Portland Harmon Home and Garden Show, the Spring Home and Garden Show. And uh, we've been talking with Erica and Timber Tech from uh, and Erica with Exterior Wood. Uh, we're having a really good time here talking with our vendors who uh, are experts in outdoor living. Outdoor living. It is the year of the outdoor living product. It's actually the year of the rat. Oh, is it the oh, year of the rat? Interesting. It really is. Well, rats love outdoor living products. <laughs> Disney yeah. actually says it's the year of the mouse. But oh, interesting. Well, mice also love outdoor living products. I yes. got plenty of mice underneath my outdoor living stuff. <laughs> uh, but this segment, we have another new guest, Ron Puts with Basalite. Ron, tell us about Basalite. I feel like that Basalite is kind of one of those product lines that seems to be hanging out in the background. Like, it's under everything, but nobody ever knows what it is. <laughs> That's exactly right. It's I kind mean, of the skeleton of yes, it all. Yes, it's the yeah. skeleton of it all. So let, tell us about Basalite, where it's made, and, and, uh, and all of that stuff. Yes, Basalite is a family-owned business. Uh, we are nationwide. We have branches and offices nationwide. But mainly our manufacturing facilities are in 12 western states, including Washington, Oregon, California, Nevada, et cetera, Utah. So we manufacture uh, concrete construction products, and we also bag our own concrete mixes, mortars, sand blends, everything that's necessary for concrete construction. So we have, such as for coverage of this area, when you're looking at just the Pacific Northwest of Oregon and Washington, We have our DuPont Washington facility that's basically side-by-side. There's a block plant, and right next to it is a bagging plant. And so everything is mixed and made right then and there, and we have a huge storage yard out there, and uh, we sell it right out of that puppy. Yeah, 
you guys do have a lot of products and um Oh, I mean, the the majority of your products are used outdoor. They're yes. used um, in an outdoor living setting. You not only have bagged product, like you talked about, for making things, but you also have finished products. Yes, we do. Like pavers and uh, and those types of things that are used um, in a finish application. Correct, yeah. The concrete pavers, the segmental retaining wall block systems. We yes. have quite a variety of both of those types of systems. Segmental period basically is what ours is. You know, I mean, when you're looking at masonry as well, we manufacture CMU or concrete block for buildings, all sorts of applications, and for mortar set and also dry set. And then we have the concrete paver segmental, quite a wide variety for residential, commercial, business. We even have permeable pavers for stormwater management. That allow the water to flow, flow through the joints. Permeable, so yeah. Yeah, you know, so when you have uh, stormwater issues and you have the right soils and everything underneath and put the right base under there, it allows that water to be absorbed into the subgrade soil naturally, just like a big open field. Wow. Parking lots are, are big for that type of thing because, you know, you always have more and more nowadays, at least, you have stormwater fees that municipalities are putting on not only residential folks, yeah. but commercial applications. And yes. when you can absorb your stormwater on site, mm -hmm. most of the time you can get those fees reversed. Yeah, that's a big deal. I mean, they're like, your the water that comes down to the sky and lands on your property, we're going to charge you to manage that for you. Correct. Right? Yes. And I understand it's not yours, but once it hits your property, it's your responsibility. Exactly. And if you make us deal with it, then you're going to pay us to do it. Mm -hmm. It seems like quite a <laughs> racket, doesn't it? It does, but, you know, there's a lot of infrastructure that goes into it. And when you're talking about keeping our rivers and our lakes, streams, everything, you know, cleaner, environmental safety concerns and stuff, contaminants getting into them. It's a great idea to use these types of, of products, the permeable pavers and such, because the system is designed to filter out a lot of the contaminants in there, heavy metals and other things that can get in there. Plus, it allows it to absorb slowly into the soil. So when you're looking at petroleum products, say, okay, you've got dripping oil, in uh, parking areas or along the side of a street when people park their cars along the street yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've got dripping oil or gas or whatever, and that water, that oil petroleum product goes down in the subgrade soil. It slows it down so much, the natural microbes in the soil can actually eat it and break it down. Microbial action, that's called. Really? So the microbial action, they eat it, and it uh, to just you know, make it basic, it comes out the other end in its natural components. So it's broken down into natural components. So it's not contaminant anymore. Interesting. That is some crazy science that went into that. It that is. is crazy. It is. Some very smart people figured that out. Yep. That's, that's <laughs> and unbelievable. Then, and there are different ways of, of handling that even more so that the contaminants and the microbes actually flourish. The microbes actually flourish on there. There are are geosynthetic fabrics and stuff that can be used in there that the microbes actually attach themselves to and live on them. So when any of this petroleum products or contaminants go down in there, 
there are more microbes to work with to get rid of this stuff. My goodness. So there's, there is really serious science as to how to design and construct these things for specific purposes. Oh, that's really, interesting. Really good. That is very interesting. I definitely want somebody that's smart enough to make that supplying me with my outdoor living <laughs> pavers. Uh, totally. But you said a few things in there, and I know you've been talking about pavers, mm-hmm. um, but you said some things in there that made me want to go a different direction. Mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit about retaining wall blocks, right? right? Here's the thing. A lot of people buy retaining wall blocks, and sometimes they buy 30 or 40 or 50 to build mm-hmm. what is going to be a, a small little wall. Maybe you don't call that a wall. You've seen big walls, so you <laughs> oh, don't yeah. call that a wall. You call that a step <laughs> or something like that. But people uh-huh. call it a wall. At what point does somebody reach when they're building, when they're retaining some soil in their property? Mm-hmm. What point do they reach where they need to start thinking, well, I shouldn't expect the block by itself to do this? There is a spot where they need to stop, right? A certain Correct. height. Tell us about that. There is a state code that is four foot. So anything over four feet has to be, has to be by code engineered which means that generally a geotechnical engineer gets involved, does soil testing, because you have to make sure that that soil can handle the weight of the wall, pushing down on it, so it doesn't start sinking and moving and tipping over. You also have the retained soil behind it. That's going to absorb a lot of water. So when it gets saturated, it's going to be heavier, and it's going to want to move like a a slide. It's going to want to push that wall over. Yes. So it has to be designed sometimes with dead man anchors. So the geogrids, again, geosynthetic style product that's used, that's put in between the block layers and stretched back a certain amount of footage as necessary by the engineer uh, that that is used for that as an anchoring system. So it retains that soil behind it, but it's stable. So, yeah, there's different designs that need to be done. But four foot is the general, it is by code where you have to start looking at that. And that is where it's flat on top and flat below is the footing in front. If you have any slope on either one of those, it can go even less. Okay, interesting. Okay. Because now anything with a slope on it, you have, again, more water and more soil behind it higher up, not just behind it as a cut but higher up. So that soil is pushing down and out on the wall as well. And if you have a slope below, now we were talking just a moment ago about the saturated soil and possible sliding Mm -hmm. where we get our landslides Mm -hmm. and everything from same sort of thing could happen. You have the weight of the wall sitting on that soil underneath and the bearing pressure isn't good. Then that thing will slide right out from underneath it. And you, the whole thing goes to pot. So yeah, yeah. Well, that could be dangerous. Yeah, that's yeah. really good information because I know a lot of a lot of people see a, a retaining wall, right? That's a couple of two feet tall or so, and mm-hmm. they think I can do that. Mm-hmm. I can level that ground. I can put some gravel. I can put those blocks down flat. No big deal. That's right, right folks. You can, but there is a point where you stop, and I we're here to tell you now. It's four feet. Definitely just, just don't go up there above that and expect it to do what you want it to do without taking those extra measures, geogrid or whatever. Um, the other thing that I wanted to mention, um, well, just was all of the different products that you have. I mean, you guys are everywhere. Yes. Your pier blocks underneath the deck. Correct. Your cinder blocks that that make a, a flower bed. Your, yep. um, your pavers and your um, bagged concrete that's used for 
putting fence posts in. I mean, literally all of that stuff. Yep. You're kind of a behind-the-scenes player. But Par Lumber Company stocks your product at all of our locations. That's 22 par locations where you can find those Basalite products, and uh, and they're always good. And if we don't have it in stock, we can order it. Absolutely. All right. We have it in stock. So That's all the it. time we got. Thank you so much, Ron. <laughs> Great. Thanks for, for having me. Ron Putz with Basalite. Thanks for having me on. we got to take another quick break. When we come back, more on location. You listen to Tony Corey, your Weekend Warriors. Don't go away. around the home, Tony and Corey have got the know-how and the answers to make your life just a bit easier. Now, here's Tony and Corey. Hey, welcome back to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show. This is Corey Valdez. I'm Tony Cookston. Thanks for staying with us today. We are on location at the Spring Portland Home and Garden Show. Uh, there is so much going on in here. It's unbelievable. It's this a place, lot. This place is loaded with all kinds of vendors. I mean, if you want a hot tub, hot tub, a ShamWow, gutters. If you need to meet a, a hot, if you need a, to meet a, a mattress, a realtor. <laughs> if you need to get a, if you need to get a bank loan, there is every single potential thing that you would ever want in your life located in this one building. If you want to see video of the Weekend Warriors. Using some amazing Makita tools, you could see it here. You could. It's on the you big could. screen right here. You could. But in this segment right now, we have got a special guest. We've had a special guest every segment. Every segment. We've got another. This one is no different. Guest. We have another special guest. This is Thomas Moran from Warehouser, uh, one of Par Lumber Company's longtime partners, and uh, and. And we got a lot of stuff from Warehouser. I mean, a lot. Yep, absolutely. <clears throat> absolutely. Longstanding partnership, like you said, variety of products uh, in the Northwest for a long time. We, we definitely appreciate the relationship, guys. Corey is a contractor salesperson, and he buys um, an unbelievable amount of stuff from Warehouser. Tell me how many times, Corey, that you call Warehouser. No, 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 no. Because you EDI your orders, I already know you do. And <laughs> you know, folks don't know what that means, but he places his orders in the computer. How many Warehouser purchase orders that you create in a week in a week oh i don't know 20 or more and that equates to in the course of a month oh yeah yeah hundreds. thousands maybe <laughs> hundreds and yeah in my lifetime it's easily been thousands yeah. and thousands it's probably. a it's a lot because you guys sell a lot of products that that people use in the building and remodeling industry yeah, absolutely, Tony. And it's, you know, it's a lot of things that folks don't necessarily see on the exterior of a home. I mean, Warehouser distributes products anywhere from the structural, you know, foundation of the home all the way up to your finished products, you know, such as various trims, sidings, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, a yeah, lot of stuff out a there. A lot of engineered wood, of course. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you think about glue lambs, we call micro lambs and para lambs and other lambs. Lamb, like lots of lambs. There's so many lambs. <laughs> lamb shank. Yeah, lambs. Lamb do, you know chops. Li do you know little lambs eat ivy? No. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Engineered wood products are a huge uh, portion of the construction world. I mean, we use uh, engineered wood products in almost every house today. I mean, a glue lamb, like you said, micro lamb, para lamb, LSL, timber strand. 
Uh, all of these products are supplied by Warehouser. Let's talk a little bit. If you got a second, let's talk about the features and benefits of using exteriors or um, using engineered wood products versus solid sawn products. Yeah, <clears throat> absolutely, guys. So Warehouser's engineered wood products line or Trust Joist. You know, from our, our from our I Joist to our LVL Microlams, LSLs, and our Paralams. You know, one of the advantages that you get with using TJIs over solid sawn lumber, you don't get the cupping, you don't get the twisting. You're never going to need to shim up your framing lumber. One of the exciting products that Warehouser's put into the market in these last several years is LSL framing lumber. Uh, <clears throat> whereas a lot of folks, it started with you know just your kitchen. So if you need to hang countertops directly off of your studs you're never going to have to be shimming you know your cupped traditional lumber products it's great for tall wall applications because you can buy it in up to 48 foot links which of course with your standard lumber you know you're up to 20s and that's really the max balloon wall yep, framing. yeah balloon frames it, exactly and that up to 48 feet gets you tremendous versatility on these jobs whereas you know traditional lumber is, is just never going to be there um in addition, well you mentioned kitchens in you know even bathrooms Yep. where you're framing out around a shower. Mm -hmm. You know, using traditional lumber, that lumber shrinks, it moves, mm -hmm. it cracks, it cups, it bows. And what happens is when you go to put your tile up, you know, it's just not perfect. It's not square. You use something like timber strand wall framing, and it's always straight. It's always completely flat. Mm -hmm. When you push a cabinet against the wall, there's not going to be a teeter-totter on there. <laughs> yeah, I've got in, bows in, in these my builders, walls. These builders know what we're talking about yeah. because that's just the way it happens with solid saw and yeah, lumber. Yeah, you put that yep. stud in the wall, it's straight. Yep. But by the by the time you've got tape, mud, and texture, and you're painting it, it's dry, it's, and it's bowed it's out. It's wavy. you got a big yep. old wow in your side of your wall. It's and it looks you straight about. until you put something really yeah. straight against it. Yeah. Yeah, tremendously excellent points, Corey. Another thing that I would like to point out again, you know, with your TJI joist versus, say, you know, a traditional 2x10, 2x12 floor frame system, especially if you're going to use green lumber, which isn't as common in our market anymore, but you do still see it. And even KD lumber shrinks over time. So let's just say, for the sake of argument, a guy's building with 2x12s and edge gold, what's going to happen is eventually that lumber can shrink and it's going to pull the nail a little bit you know, when, when the lumber shrinks, and you're going to get a floor squeak every single time oh, you step yeah. on that yep. nail. Whereas, you know, engineered eye joists, obviously they are never going to shrink because it's LVL flanges with basically what amounts to a Performance Plus OSB web. So they're going to be laser straight, consistent every time, which is really going to help your overall floor performance and squeaks. Man, yeah. it's going to be quiet. That's why they call yep. it the silent, silent floor. floor. Exactly. When I mean, installed properly. When, of That's course. <laughs> yeah, there's always that. That is an important caveat. Yeah. got to be a dollop of <clears throat> of, um, of construction adhesive in the bottom of every hangar. Is that, yeah. is, is that one of the things? A That's dollop? A, just a dollop. Uh, a, just a dollop. Yep. That would be in our best practices guide, Isn't yes. Isn't that a sour cream measurement? <laughs> I, a dollop? I mean, I'm just saying. It's a unit of measure of sour I, cream. Another great product that, that we can get from Warehouser right now. As a matter of fact, the Newburg Yard has just brought this line on or is bringing this line on i don't know if it's shipped yet but um but this product is called vintage it's it's um it's a windsor one product correct yep windsor one vintage is one of the products that warehouser distributes it's a third-party product manufactured by windsor one their vintage line i mean it's, it's extremely popular here in the northwest it actually started with a partnership for you guys one of your contractor sales folks actually had warehouser convinced to bring this in and we've had tremendous luck with it um, it's a lodgepole pine sourced out of eastern washington that is milled in northern california 
and it's finger joint edge glued and then triple primed uh, with a white primer. I mean, and it, it does look incredible. The finger joints on it are so precise. You know, when you're standing far away, I mean, you can barely tell that it's not a solid sawn board. Uh, it holds up very well in this market. Variety of applications, window trims, door trims, column wraps, uh, really a variety of applications. So being pine, I mean, that does, when I hear that, I mean, is there a, a process that it goes through to protect it a little more for our Pacific Northwest rain? Or is yeah. it the triple priming that really helps? It, it is really the triple priming. Uh, and in, in addition to that, it's the, the precision that they put into the glue joints to really hold that together. There's also two different fail safes at the mill. They actually have a system that removes individual chunks of the wood that might, you know, like a spike knot, for example, or some kind of a defect in the wood, uh, they actually have a computer that can yank out individual chunks of finger joint that are not meeting grade. They also have human eyes on it once it passes through that machine. So you're ensuring that only the best chunks of wood go into the finished product. It's and like super you optimal. To, yeah. And the finished product is yeah. super straight, mm -hmm. and it will never cup or bow. And Windsor One has been in product in uh, making products for a very long time. They've been in business yep. for a long time. Absolutely, Tony. Um, I actually have Windsor One exciting uh, trim on my house. So, <laughs> Thomas with Warehouser, thank you so much for being with us all the time we got. Have a wonderful rest yep. of your day. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, more Weekend Warriors. Don't go away. Show built by Bar Lumber. Now, here's Tony and Corey. Hey, welcome back to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show. Thanks for staying with us. If you haven't already, go check out our Facebook, our Instagram, our YouTube. Our, we're at WW Home Show. Uh, we're recording this right now. We're putting it on YouTube. You can watch that at uh, YouTube forward slash WW Home Show. Uh, this is also posted as a podcast. Thank you. You can find those podcasts on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and, of course, Apple Podcasts. And Pinterest. And don't Pinterest. For, and don't Pinterest. forget Pinterest. I know it. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, well, all of our social medias, you can find them at www.homeshow.com. Uh, or if you can't do that, you can go to par.com. That's P-A-R-R. -R. Click on the Weekend Warriors link, and that'll take you right to us. We'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. we definitely love to hear uh, we have got, uh, we, are, we are broadcasting um, remotely on location. On, on location, yep. And we have another guest for you. This is uh, Dustin with IWP. I, tell us what IWP stands for International Wood Products. International Wood Products. And you are a local company mm -hmm. that is uh, based right here in the PNW. That's correct. So you're IWP in the PNW? That's right. He's trying to get you to finish his sandwiches. <laughs> Sorry, I have a daughter. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, we, IWP and Par Lumber Company have a very long relationship. We do a lot of business together. We, uh, we even spend time together outside of work. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and it's really good. So it's nice to have you to sit and talk with us a little bit about some of the products you bring to the table. Of course, for Par Lumber Company this year, 2020, is a huge focus on outdoor living. And everybody on the planet is thinking about outdoor living right now. This right. is that time of year where 
here in the Pacific Northwest, we've been seeing some sun and it has inspired us to go out and spend time outside because we've been cooped up with the rain and stuff, right? And the Absolutely. cold. Uh, and so it's got us thinking about spending time outside. And so the home show focuses on a lot of that stuff. Whether you're outside in a hot tub or outside on your deck or on your paver patio or whatever. So in the interest of talking about outdoor living products, one of the outdoor living products that we get from IWP is pretty notable, I would say. I agree. Tell us about that product. So the product is Trex. Trex? Who's ever heard of Trex? Only everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Trex is... uh, Pretty big name in this business, absolutely. It is. It's and it's a great product. It's ninety-five percent recycled material, so it's an extremely green product. No trees are cut down to make a decking board. Yeah, you know, so it's it fits into the Pacific Northwest lifestyle of keeping stuff green. I'd say that it's definitely the opposite of other types of decking, which require trees um, pretty much exclusively (laughs) to make their product. That is true. Yeah. So, yeah, I actually love that about Trex. And um, I think that when I think about Trex, there are, of course, a lot of composite deckings Mm -hmm. that are out there. But when I think about Trex, I think of them as pioneers. That is correct. Because I was working for Par Lumber Company when Trex came out with this product. Mm -hmm. And uh, they, they blazed a trail. And, you know, they pioneered this product, and it came with some lumps early on. Absolutely. And they stayed with it. And I think that's one of the things that really draws me to that, to the product line. They put millions and millions of dollars each year into developing it to making it better. You know, it started out, yes, as just a mix of plastic and wood. And then it evolved into a shelled product that is durable and lasts a long time yeah absolutely I, do you remember well, when trex came out it was groundbreaking i mean it was the, it was the first product of its kind it was a composite lumber you yeah know, they, they i mean it really probably still does last forever <laughs> i remember when people would get a sample of it in their hand it was brand new yep. nobody'd seen it they get a sample of it in their hand and go wow it's heavy that's what <laughs> they would say wow it's heavy yep. it's not nearly as heavy today as it used to be it is not it you know, it's more condensed, you know, structurally stronger. And, you know, overall it, and I can't say it changes every year, but the technology changes. It does and really. In, in the whole industry, and it makes the composite decking world better. I'll tell you what, here's something else uh, that I've learned about Trex is that as a supplier, as a retailer of the product, we see it changing. I understand that their that their formula, right, for mm-hmm. making this product, which is amazing, is solid. But they make changes like they make changes to the to the grain on the wood. They make changes to the color and the way the color is made. And this they make changes to other things like the capstock. It's those changes. It's it's Trex's commitment to research and development Agreed. that has resulted in them being able to stick with the product. And be so successful. And when I say stick with the product, I mean there's been a lot of Trex claims over the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Trex still making Trex. It's, it's still here. People still buying Trex. Product, the product is still great, and that's because that Trex stands behind the product 
if right. there's a problem. They're not going anywhere. And they've got a warranty. Yep, absolutely. And that warranty is? 25 years. 25 years. Fade and stain? Fade and stain and ma- manufactured warranty. Oh, so, yeah. So the technology of modern composite decking is, you know, it's going to look the same 25 years from now versus older composites to where in, reali- in reality, what color you picked probably going to turn out to be gray. <laughs> you know I mean? And the first generation tracks was that's, but yeah. It, and there's still first generation tracks that's still out there and still being walked on and enjoyed today. It's crazy, isn't yeah, it? It is. That was a long time ago. It really is. I mean, the shape was a little bit different back then. The thickness was a little bit different back then. Uh, you know, kind of like you, You're a little bit of a different shape today. I'm not thicker now. <laughs> I might be a little thicker now. Yeah. <laughs> You're a shape. Way back, yeah. <laughs> Round is a shape. My <laughs> shapes <laughs> have a, my shapes have developed over the years. That, I shouldn't talk. <laughs> uh, Trex is, and then Trex on top of that makes all of these other. Um, pr- products that are accessories to the actual decking. They don't just say, here's our amazing decking, right? They also say, here's our amazing fascia. Here's our amazing railing. Ra- here's our amazing lighting. We got rain escapes to where you can turn the, under your, a two-story deck, you can turn under your deck into a year-round living space. Here's our amazing waterproofing system. Yep. I mean, uh, they really are an entire solution absolutely uh with the exception of concrete that's the only thing you just need everything made by trex and concrete and then trex uh <laughs> this year is getting into the cladding so we are i start- saw that yeah so we are starting to see trex on the side of buildings side of houses it's funny because people have been asking for this for a long time i i mean i've had customers come in and ask i want to put trex on the side of my building and i say well Sure, I guess. You know, I, I don't know if, if Trek says you can do that or not. But lo and behold, this year, they've come out with a clip system that holds it to the wall and right. uh, keeps a, a nice gap there, and it looks really good. I can imagine. I haven't, but I can imagine seeing some of those products with, like, that panel sort of um, panel and groove siding yeah, it's uh, like that modern, style that's out there. That modern gap siding modern look. open cladding. Yeah, modern open cladding. Yep. Interesting. That sounds really yeah. cool. I'm going to have to consider that. Wait, Corey, is it super trendy? <laughs> I need yes. to know if it's it going to I need to know if it's too trendy. It's pretty trendy. If I do it and then the and then the trend it becomes the old trend, the fad goes away, Corey will harass me. And uh, so I can't be too trendy. I got to stick to, you know, some lap siding, <laughs> you know, maybe some wood lap siding. Well, or, you know, your house is pretty uh traditional. You have a wraparound front porch. I with, do, yeah. You know, I wouldn't be able to get away with some contemporary no, stuff like that. It would look dumb. Yeah, well, it would look cool, but in a dumb way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, we really appreciate having you on the show. Glad to be here. Um, it's always good to talk to um, our suppliers about the products that we sell every single day. And uh, our listeners um, appreciate hearing about the stuff that's really great. So, Perfect. Dustin yeah. with IWP and thank Trex, you so thank you so much for being with us. We've got to take another quick break. You're listening to Tony Corey, your weekend warriors. We'll be right back. Listening to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. Now, 
Here's Tony and Corey. Hey, welcome back to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show. Thanks for sticking around. We are on location today at the Portland Home and Garden Show, the spring Portland Home and Garden Show. Uh, we are in the Portland Expo Center right now, and the smell in here mm. is unbelievable. There is somebody's, like roasted almonds or somebody's cookies. Somebody's toast testing out their uh, Whirlpool something. range or, or Whatever. oven or something, and they're cooking something that smells it's Good. It's wafting in here. It is unbelievable. In. I'm hungry. As soon as we get done with the show, we're going to go over there and buy a bag of something. <laughs> Cookies. Whatever it is, it smells good, <laughs> and we're going to eat it. But first, we have another amazing guest on our show right here today. We have Matt with, with Danner with Construction Danner and Outdoor construction. Elements. And Outdoor Elements. Okay, so Say it one more time. Danner? Danner Construction. Danner we Construction. We are a contractor in Oregon and Washington, and we sell a product for outdoor elements as well as for Fenetex, but what we're here for is for the outdoor elements louvered pergola cover. Oh, man. The louvered pergola cover. Now, I just got one. Yes. This has been something we've been looking at and talking about and shooting video of for weeks and weeks, and now it's complete, right? Yes. We actually had... Um, Adrian on the radio show and talked about this type of a product. And uh, and now we've got Matt here, and Matt works with Adrian. And uh, how's that? It is a uh, constant battle. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what I say about Corey all he the time. He says dream. I he's say kidding. I work with no, Corey. No. And, it's great. And they say, how's that? <laughs> no, and we I make just... it work really well. Adrian's a good person to work for. He's very thorough, and everything we do, he does it like it's his own house. So yeah, he is. Uh, Adrian's one of my closest friends. I've, I I met Adrian when I moved to Oregon 15 years ago. Yeah, and uh, he's he's like a father to me, as a matter of fact. Yeah, uh, he's a good guy, and he runs this company, Danner, him and Matt, and uh, they put up these products. Let's talk a little bit about these louvered patio covers because i just got one mm -hmm. you guys uh just finished it up at my house yeah so it is stunning it a little really more is. detail about it it's a, a pergola that actually is controlled by your smartphone or a wall switch it pivots it opens and closes so it gives you the ability to have daylight when you want it gives you coverage from the rain when you need it it's actually class 5 hurricane rated and it's actually rated to carry twice the snow load for our area so is it's, it rated to carry Tony load? Oh no! You know Can our you big guy's bigger than you, and we put him up there, and he walks right across it. When the thing is closed, it gets so rigid that it can take your weight. Wow! Yeah, I That's wouldn't worry to know. about it. So if I have yeah. to get up there and clean it, you can, I can send you can me. climb up top. We also offer a cleaning <laughs> service where we would clean it ourselves. But because of the louver can actually pivot all the way over, you can clean it from the underside. You can just get up there with a brush, scrub it down. It's not that hard. So it's all powder-coated aluminum. Powder-coated, extruded, aircraft-grade aluminum. Yep. And it's it's gorgeous. It's a beautiful It comes product. in how many different colors? Uh, we offer, I think, 40 colors we carry, but then we can also color match to any color that you might have. Say an HOA requires it has to match your shutters or your trim on your house. We can do that. I've, uh, I've shown this to a few of my builder buddies. They are all extremely excited about it. Uh, the, the comments that I get back from them are how clean it looks. It's, it's, since it's powder-coated aluminum, it, can, it has a very low profile. Mm -hmm. So there's only, on mine particular, there's two posts, and then the other end sits on top of my roof. Yep. So and the water comes through those gutters. It, the water that gets captured by them travels to the gutters, back onto the roof, and it uh, 
goes right out my regular gutters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The cover system has its own gutter system within it. So when those get filled, they drain either through the post or, like you said, onto your existing roof system and then evacuates out through your existing gutter system. Every one is different. We basically take a look at the job, figure out where the water would be transported best, and we make it so it won't be an issue for you because if it's an issue for you, it's an issue for us. And if you have a problem, you'll be calling us and we'll be taking care of it. Absolutely. Okay, so I, ju- I want to just... Dr- add a little bit more clarity for our folks that are listening at home, right? Um, this is important because they can't see it. And so since they can't see it, let's add a little bit of dimension to what we're talking about. You walk outside of your patio door or a door off of the master bedroom yes. or something onto a patio or a deck, which is your outdoor living space. And this is the patio cover or the deck cover that we would be talking about. Let's say your patio is 10 by 10. This cover would be Mm -hmm. uh, equally 10 by 10 or maybe a little bit bigger than that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And and so now what this is, a a regular traditional patio cover would be maybe composite roof, maybe like uh, um, some asphalt shingles, or maybe it would be some, um, you know, some poly... Carbonate, Carbon, yeah. yeah, sun tough or something, something. Yeah. or maybe we would be metal, right? But anyway, you look at it, it's solid. It's solid. You, you can either see through light. it, yeah, you can either see through it or you can't. It's either a waterproof or it's not, right? Those right. are that's what you have to choose. Do I want something that lets the sunlight in and also the rain, mm-hmm. or do I want something that blocks out the rain and probably this and definitely the sunlight? Okay, and then the only other option there is well, you could throw a skylight in there. But you're really, you know, you're really doing something if you're making that decision. Okay, this product is a hybrid of those things yep, because exactly, it's the best of both worlds. When it is in its closed position, it's waterproof and waterproof, waterproof, and it has its own integral gutter system that manages that water, and super strong if it will hold my fat body, <laughs> right? Okay, so we know that. Now with the flip of a switch. Each one of those louvers, these are like, it's like a louver, kind of like blinds on a window, laying flat. And then when they closed, they are, they close into each other and it's Mm -hmm. waterproof. But when they open, it's like having your blinds on your window open. And now the sun can come in Mm -hmm. and, and of course it's not raining when it's open. (laughs) Right. It does have a rain sensor, so it will automatically close. So. Look at that. that That is in, that is genius. It's actually super smart. And you don't have to tell it to close in case you're not home and your right. furniture is there or whatever. Let's but, talk about some of the options, too, because because this product is waterproof and it has a rain sensor, you can put fans, you can put ceiling fans, you can put lights. We do offer all those. We offer lights, heaters, fans. Some people want a television out there. We can offer anything that would make your outdoor living experience more comfortable. And the thing, the greatest part about this product is is the waterproof, you know, but it's also in the summertime, you know, it's not just keeping the sun out, but when it's hot out mm-hmm. and you want to let that heat out, it opens up, you can vent it and let the heat get out and escape through the top. It truly is one of the most amazing products. How, what sizes do they come in? They come in all sizes. We basically would customize it to your application. We'd come out, we'd take measurements. We would decide what was best for that area. Once we did that, we would give it to our renderer who would take pictures of your house and then put the actual structure or the cover on your house. So you could see what it would look like 
once it was there. Like digitally. Digitally, exactly. They would animate your house, and then we'd present that to you. You would see if that was something you wanted to work with, and if it was, we'd move forward. If not, we'd go back to the drawing board, and we'd come up with something that worked. And if you didn't like it, we'd move on, but more than likely you would. Yeah, the uh, it's pretty amazing. I even saw one that Adrian showed me the other day that they were putting together with six-by-six six cedar posts. Instead of the aluminum posts, uh, his HOA or whatever yep. wanted it, it had to be cedar. So they used cedar post, and they wrapped the gutter system around the perimeter all in cedar. It looked amazing. Amazing. I can imagine that that and, did look amazing. And all the louvers were uh, powder color powder-coated to match. So... I mean, they, the options for this product are endless. endless. We do have wood grain powder coating. So that's and another option. Wood grain powder coated? Mm -hmm. What? Yes, we do. Wow. They're all there. Mind blown right there. I know. So, uh, and you guys are the dealer. You supply them yep. and you install them. Yep. If, if a customer or for a professional, one of our listeners who's a professional builder, would it be difficult for them to buy the material from you and install it themselves? Typically, we would be the installer, but if you are a licensed contractor, we could work with you and try to figure out what situation would work best. But because it is a custom product, we know the product really well, and we would probably be the person best suited for the install. Yeah. And, I mean, like I said, we would be happy to work with whoever was wanting to do the, the work. Okay. Awesome. How does someone get a hold of you? Call Adrian Posharski at Danner Construction, 503-229-4006. We're also on Facebook at Mover Pergolas of Oregon and Washington. Awesome. Fantastic. Matt with Danner Construction, thanks so much for being with us. It was great Thank to have you. you. Appreciate All right, we're going to take another quick break. When you come back, more Weekend Warriors don't go away. We'll be right here. Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. Now, here's Tony and Corey. Hey, welcome back to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show. Thanks for staying with us. We are on location today at the Spring Portland Home and Garden Show at the Portland Expo Center. And uh, we've been interviewing vendors all day. All kinds of exciting products, uh, information. Hopefully you've gleaned some really good things from this. Uh, we've got a new guest sitting in front of us. Uh, we've got uh, Brett with Makita, uh, our tool of choice. And uh, tell us, what's, the, what is going on? I'm going to just say this. I don't know if it's been announced or not, but this is the official tool. Makita is the official tool of the Weekend Warriors in 2020. And we are going to be using their tools, I mean, practically exclusively. The only time we're using a tool that's not a Makita tool is this tool Makita doesn't make. I mean, there are some of those. Yep, there are definitely some of those. You make almost everything, <laughs> but there are some out there yep. that we will be using. But uh, but other than that, if Makita makes it, we're using it. Sounds like a good plan. That sounds like you've uh, got it dialed in. Well, I tell you what, um, Makita has made a very apparent commitment to being the best in the world at making a cordless tool that performs like a corded tool. I mean, is that is that right? Am I on base there? I believe you're right on point with that. Uh, we've uh, we've been making uh, cordless tools now for 40 years, and have been in um, making the battery technology uh, just expanding upon that all the time, uh, and continually making it uh, better. Um, and 
doing some stuff, frankly, that our competitors just simply don't do. What are some of those things? I know you guys, the batteries for Makita are tremendous. Amazing. What makes them so good? Well, one of the things that we do is that we protect them. Uh, we make them uh, basically water resistant, well, proof. Uh, you could dunk them in a bucket of water and you know, you're good to go. Uh, the other things is that uh, we use a, thing, a system called star pr uh, protection on them. And that uh, keeps it from overheating, over discharge, over um, just kind of uh, keeps it from uh, overcharging, uh, overcharging. Even? Yep. And uh, so, uh, yeah, it just makes the battery last a lot longer, a lot more cycles. And if I could choose my career over again, <laughs> I feel like I'm just throwing this out there. I feel like astrophysicist. One of the things I would want to be is the guy that tests the capacity of things like Makita <laughs> tools. Like, let's find out what this will do. And then they just start doing it until it blows up or falls apart or doesn't. And then they realize, Whoa, we just made history, right? We just made a tool that does something that no other tools will do. I'm pretty sure that there's not a guy who tests batteries. I'm sure that they put it in no, a machine they, that I don't loads. Know. One guy standing there watching it. He's like, I'm watching this battery until it blows up. And then he does this thing and then it blows up. He's like, okay. I'll bet you there is a guy though, because I'll bet you there's a claim, a Makita claim that says we can drill 482 one inch diameter holes with one battery. And they say, go there's, do it. There's a guy it. that does that. <laughs> go prove it that it, we or can girl. do it. Or girl. Yeah. Probably a girl that does it. <laughs> anyway, I think that it would be amazing to be in a test center for, uh, for a company that manufactures <laughs> amazing tools like, like you guys do. Here's one of my favorite things that Makita does that sets them apart, in my opinion, is that one battery, a bunch of tools. That's right. We had, um, put about uh, 250 tools on the platform currently, and it expands. By the time they print their catalogs, they're obsolete. I mean, they just keep <laughs> pumping them out. Pumping more, them out. Tools, more, more tools. More tools, yeah. You know, people think, you know, it's drills. You know, you've got your drills and you've got your saws. But Makita does a tremendous amount of different things. Outdoor lawn equipment is one of those. You've got a tool right over here. Right out in front here, that is a wheelbarrow. <laughs> Tell me about that. <laughs> that is awesome looking. Yeah, it's actually it's an 18 volt uh, wheelbarrow that uh, will. It's rated at 275 pounds. Uh, it will uh, run up to an hour. It, on board, it carries two batteries. So when one runs out, you just swap it over to the next. Uh, it it has the stand. Uh, it's the trolley configuration uh, at the show here, but you can also get it in a bucket. Uh, just like a regular wheelbarrow, um, it'll do a 12, uh, 12 percent grade or not percent, but 12 uh, degree grade grade yeah. hill. Yep. So yeah, you can load this, it up. I mean, it, it would looks make, like a cart yeah. here, but it, it the same technology with a barrow. Yeah. Is that what you call it? A barrow? He called it a barrow. Yeah. So it would be the it would be the cart and the barrow would be the wheelbarrow. <laughs> yeah. Wheelbarrow. <laughs> it's a wheelie like cart. It, it's a wheel, like, It's a motorized wheelie cart. I feel like the name of it came from wheel and barrel. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I think originally it was a wheelbarrow, and then later it became called a wheelbarrow. Sure. Because I, I don't even know what a barrow is. I mean, I know it, what it is when Corey has the tool, and I don't. I just <laughs> borrow. I borrow it. Yeah. <laughs> But this is different. But anyway, that is really incredible. Cool. But talk about let's let's talk about some of the other outdoor equipment tools because you have a whole line. Yeah, and we have a line of uh, chainsaws um, in both 18 volt and 36 volt. 
um, that and a line of with bars ranging from uh, 10 inch uh, to 16. Uh, we have an enormous line of uh, blowers and hedge trimmers. Um, so when you say 36 volt, is that a different battery? I mean, this is the thing with some a lot of these tools on the market. You got to buy it. 18 volt battery and a 36 volt battery and these special chargers and everything's expensive. And when you buy the next tool, your battery's obsolete. You've already spent a hundred dollars on it. You got to replace all these batteries. That's, is that the case with Makita? No, I know uh, the answer, but no, Makita actually puts uh, both the two batteries together to make a 36 volt system. Um, and it's a true 36 volt in that the tool won't run off of just one battery at a time. So oh, it cool. is a true 36 volt system. But as you alluded to, it's the same battery that I can pull out of that chainsaw and run into my impact driver or something else. Yes, that's, that's really the defining amazing thing about Makita. And I feel like a lot of the other manufacturers are starting to copy that. Makita said, you know what? We're going to use the same battery across all of our lines. No matter what you have, it's going to be the same. You get a new tool, you can use your old battery. If you get an old tool, you can use a brand new battery. It does not matter. Right. That is a... Uh, that was a game changer. Game changer. I mean, I remember when it wasn't that way years and years ago. And and when uh, when Makita decided to go that way, that had to be a huge changeover from what the way they'd been doing it for a long time. I can imagine that was a big commitment to make that decision and go that way, I think. I believe so, but it also, I believe, uh, paid off in a big way, uh, not only for uh, Makita and that. Uh, they now could uh, focus in on one battery platform, but for the consumer, I mean, you really can't uh, deal with something when you have 250 options. I mean, it just it's it doesn't yeah, get better. Yeah, absolutely. When I look at the, I'm going to just kind of call it a line card, right, or whatever it is, the, a sheet of a picture of all of the tools, the cordless tools that Makita makes that all run off of the same battery, it is impressive, to say the least, it's impressive. We're also looking at, next to this cart, we're also looking at uh, a, a lawnmower. Here it is. This is a battery-operated electric lawnmower, which, uh, have, have you operated it? I have, yeah. And it, uh, it'll, uh, it's rated at over 7,000 square feet of lawn. And I'm not talking about AstroTurf Link. I'm talking about the kind <laughs> that you actually have in your yard. Right, the real, real, <laughs> like Corey's lawn. Yeah, it's, it's been it's been six or seven months since it's been mowed. Yeah, <laughs> I mowed it last weekend. Thank you. <laughs> uh, also, it's a, it is a 36 volt tool. Um, it uh, it has a couple modes, a couple speeds, uh, and uh, it's steel deck, which is a great improvement over the original that was a plastic uh, deck. So 18 inch cut, uh, quite the quite it, the tool. It truly is. A battery-powered lawnmower. Yep. I mean, that's – and then it's – again, it's the same battery that you put in your drill. Impact driver. Yeah, right. absolutely. Uh, I, I'm super excited about our the opportunities that we have with uh, Makita Tools this year. We're going to be shooting a ton of um, video this year, building different types of things, starting with a, starting with a, a sound stage where we're going to be shooting a lot of our indoor videos is going to be in this one place. It's going to be kind of like our little Weekend Warrior Workshop, right? Yep. yep. Uh, starting with that, we're going to have to build a um, we're going to, have to build a 
workbench in there, maybe a rolling workbench. And we're going to have to have some cabinets and some things. But uh, that, you know, starting with that and using just Makita tools to do that job, we're super looking forward to that. And, and uh, Makita makes an amazing product. They have a service center right here in the Pacific Northwest, easy to get to. Um, and, uh, and, and the product is affordable. We should put Brett on the spot uh, real quick and say, if you get any new Makita tools, will you let us try them out? <laughs> <laughs> this is your only opportunity. Say yes. Say yes. Say oh, yes. yes. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> we have that on tape, by the way. You're, you're stuck, Brett. I know. Uh, Brett with Makita, thank you so much for being on with us. This was a great uh, great little conversation that we had. We're super excited about Makita, what they're doing, and, and what we're going to be doing with them going forward. So thank you. You're welcome. All right, folks. That's all the time we got. Thanks so much for tuning in. This has been another episode of Your Weekend Warriors right, right here. here on the Weekend Warriors Radio Network. Have a great week. 